Hi, friends. This is Miss Sadie from The Notchery. And this is Rebecca from Foodie with Family. Welcome to another episode of My Plate is Always Full, where we're always hungry to talk food. Yeah, I'm already hungry today because I know what we're talking about. We're talking all about our favorite food category, snack foods. It is definitely our favorite food category, <laughs> for sure. Chips and salsa and pretzels and dip and sushi. and mm, I mean, I'm like snack everything. queen over here, man. Yeah, same here. I'm a snack maniac. I could snack all day, every day, and be a perfectly happy camper. And I just want to say really quick before we kind of get into all of our snacky snackersons. <laughs> is that like, I like making stuff up. It works. Okay. That I, we... Look at me talking I like I'm doing this all by myself. <laughs> the royal I. I. We are super grateful that all of the feedback we have been getting recently about our podcast and that people are taking the time to listen and asking questions. And it's just really exciting to know that you guys are enjoying it. It is. It's a lot of fun. It's it's kind of fun to imagine being there with you on your run or your workout or while you're waiting in line for after school pickup or whatever. It's like our virtual kitchen table that you get to take with you while we talk about food. Exactly. (laughs) But more portable. (laughs) So but today let's uh let's go ahead and get into our snack attack episode. Snack attack. (laughs) Good stuff. We're talking all about snacks today. Yes, we are. And we're going to go real quick into our favorite snacks, like our favorite quick to make snacks that we're snacking on right time, right time, right now, right now, right now at home. So say for instance, we're, we're talking about the snacks that you grab when you are hungry and you need to stick food in your face immediately, <laughs> which happens more often than which, I might care Which, you know, is... Not it's not, I mean, obviously, we can always like want to grab a bag of X, Y, Z. Right. But what we're really shooting for right now is something that is outside of the prepackaged snack food, junk food department. Right. Something that maybe has a little more sustenance to it that'll hold you over a little bit longer until a proper Hobbit meal. Hobbit meal? Don't you know about the hobbits and how they ate? No. I have no idea. First of all, I don't think I read any of the books. Definitely haven't watched all the movies. They're too long. Too many words. Oh, my word. Too much fantasy. You know me. I'm all about either somebody got murdered in real life or something like that, or it happened in history or something like that. Okay, so let me give you a brief brief (laughs) hobbit history then, apparently. (laughs) I guess our history today will be about the hobbits. Sidetrack. The hobbits were known to be great eaters, and they would have breakfast, second breakfast, 11 Zs, lunch, afternoon tea, and then they'd have several suppers. Oh, okay. Right, so they were big eaters. So when I eat often, I just describe myself as a hobbit. I had no idea that was a thing. 
now you're why are you looking at me like that like i had no idea it was a thing i don't read the books i don't watch the movies i'm not into fantasy hobbits aren't real yeah but it's it's almost like historical fiction no it's not because it's not like i mean historical fiction to me is like uh what is her name uh philippa gregory okay who does like the spanish princess and so it's it's a real spanish princess but she's telling a like a fictional story or interpretation of re- true events so i prefer the hobbits because they eat frequently as do i i identify with them <laughs> we're really getting sidetracked here they're my soul creatures the point is we're talking about eating and hobbits eat so what do you go for when you want something with sustenance to hold you between meals? Are you asking me? I or are you asking, asking you. people in general? Well, I'm asking them too. <laughs> Please send us emails and tell us what your go-to <laughs> Hobbit snacks are. Miss Sadie, what are your snacks? Currently, my favorite snack right now is some type of... Now, typically, it's either a piece of toasted sourdough okay. or soda crackers. Okay. So it depends on whether I want to wait for the toast to toast or if I just want to grab a cracker and go. Okay. And what do you put with it? And then I put uh, guava preserves on it. Mm-hmm. So I like the, I mean, I mean, you can do sliced guava paste, but I like the preserves because you can spread it. And then I put pieces of sliced cheese on, not, not like American cheese. I'm talking right. about like a, like a white cheddar or something okay, so like or a, a Havarti or something like that. Okay. So that is my go-to. And then also I need to clarify that the when I say soda crackers, yes. like I don't mean saltines. Okay. I'm glad you clarified because my brain instantly goes to saltines. Yeah. So these crackers have no salt on them. They're – okay. So I feel like I'm doing – okay. So, so – Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There is a cracker called – it's Keebler makes them. Of course, other brands make them. Okay. But they're Galletas Exportsola. So what you're telling me is they're Puerto Rican. Well, they're Spanish, Latin, his, you know, definitely. They come in – if you get the Keebler ones, they come in the big, giant green tin. Okay. Uh, there's also a brand called – oh, my gosh. I forget the name. It starts with an O. Rovia or something like that? I can't remember. But that one comes in a big blue tin. Okay. But the green tin is where it's at. Okay. And this is a staple in every Puerto Rican kitchen that I am aware of. Okay. And then the green tin doubles as a rice storage container. Nice. So tell me, if I couldn't find these, could I substitute an unsalted top saltine? Yes. Would it be I, similar? I mean, the, I find that the texture is a little different. Like, okay. I think saltine crackers are puffier and these and the export soda are thinner. Okay. Also, they're long and you can break them into long fours. Okay. Not that that changes the taste, the shape of it or whatever, but it's just different. Like, Sometimes it doesn't come it in a sleeve. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think they're the same, but I... I mean, if we looked at the packaging ingredients, it may say they're the same, but they are definitely not salted. In your brain, they're completely different. Absolutely. The only legitimate valid cracker that soda cracker that anybody should be eating has to come out of the giant green tin. That felt very judgmental. (laughs) (laughs) So what else do you go for? Um, If I don't, if I'm not doing that... Either the sourdough or the exporsola crackers with the guava and cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm also into doing like a quick little mini cheese plate. Okay. So, but not like super fancy cheese and, you know, 
charcuterie or whatever. Right. I'm talking about like a baby bell or cheese stick, maybe some cheese slices, okay. like like block cheese slices, mm-hmm. some ham or leftover turkey breast. I'm not turkey breast, chicken breast mm-hmm. or maybe chicken salad that I've made, piece of fruit and a piece of toast. Okay. I really do love though, like sour buttered sourdough toast with a slice of cheese on it. That's good stuff. So I, I would usually have like some buttered sourdough toast in on that platter. Okay. So it's kind of similar as my previous one, it except is. I'm adding maybe some fruit and ham or the fruits in a different form. And I'm also adding a meat protein. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're both pretty similar, but they, I mean, there's enough variety there that if you are feeling a little fickle, it could be a yeah. A I mean, sometimes I'll throw feel. a pickle in, or you know, kind of that sort of thing. Yeah. But for the like my if I it's kind of like a, a little cheese board. Yeah, essentially is what I'm making. It's like a, a poor man's little cheese board. So, do you have anything that would be more of a sweet craving? Um, if I want something that's sweet and light and fresh, which I usually around three o'clock in the afternoon, I I want I love fruit. So sometimes I'll do a like a quick yogurt bowl. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's like yogurt, berries, uh, granola, and then maybe a little bit of peanut butter on top of it. Ooh, and yummy. that's it. Like okay. it's really nothing, maybe a drizzle of honey, soup, not, nothing fancy. Right now I'm really into the Chobani hint of sugar or hint of sweet. I can't remember mm-hmm. the vanilla Madagascar one. Mm-hmm. That one's really good because um, I typically don't like sweetened yogurts, like pre-sweetened. Right. But this one is just mild enough that it's perfect. And because it's vanilla, it's not like battling anything else that I may want to put into it. It's more complimentary. Yum. What about you? Do you have any go-to like Um, snackage that is not in a package? (laughs) Some of my snackage is in a package. No, I tend to to snack a lot. So I've got a bit of a list, but it's it's pretty- I'm a big snacker. I am. And this is, but my list is uncomplicated. So one of my go-to snacks would be hard sourdough pretzels with some softened cream cheese. That's just something I eat a lot. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What is your obsession with the pretzel per se? It is it's like perfect It doesn't really taste like anything. Yes, it tastes like salt and happiness. Of course, you know, I shouldn't be one to knock it, but it's not like the export soda crackers like taste like a ton of stuff either. Yeah, come on now. It's a platform. (laughs) It's a platform for getting the cream cheese into my mouth. However... (laughs) I do like a sourdough hard pretzel. I think that's got a little bit of tang to it, a little bit of, well, salt. I want salt. That helps make me feel satisfied. Well, salt is a glorious thing. It is. Absolutely. So also, I really love blueberries. Mm. Well, yeah, I always like blueberries. I'll put them on my little, on my fruit, on my fruit. She puts blueberries Um, on her fruit. (laughs) On my yogurt bowl, because it's usually blueberries and strawberries, maybe some sliced banana. Yeah. So for me, a handful of fresh blueberries is a go-to snack. Ever since I've been a kid, a spoonful of crunchy peanut butter with a few dark chocolate pieces or chocolate chips kind of stuck into it. I do that too at the end of the day if I'm yeah. like craving something a little sweet. Yeah. It's a spoon of peanut butter and some and a few chocolate chips in there. Yeah, that to me that's, that's smooth creamy food. peanut butter. No, crunchy. Mm-mm. Crunchy peanut Mm-mm. butter. It's got to be crunchy peanut nope. butter. <laughs> smooth peanut butter makes it into a dessert. Crunchy peanut butter makes it into a snack. Oh, is that the distinction? It is in my brain. <laughs> so, also I I do the Greek yogurt with berries and granola as well. I mean, it's so it's healthy, easy, yummy. Yeah. yeah, and for me, I I go with unsweetened 
Greek yogurt because I prefer it. And the sweetness comes in from the berries. Yeah. And I like the little bit of crunch from the granola. It's the texture interplay thing. Maybe this is a little odd sounding considering that I don't really have a sweet tooth. But I also really love frozen bananas with magic shell. There's always money in the banana stand. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Mutual favorite television show reference there. And I loved those before Arrested Development was in existence. It's such a great show. It is a great show. But it's also a great snack. So I I was always thinking as I watched the show, well, yes, there there could always be money in the banana stand beyond the obvious reference. Yes, because it's a delicious snack. So I love those. And um, I like rosemary marcona almonds. Yes. A handful of those. I mean, that's not really something that I just kind of like grabbed a snack on. Oh, I 100% Because snack I on think of them as being kind of fabulous and something I would – now, I would put it on my little makeshift cheese board okay. thing for lunch. Yes. But I wouldn't just like – Wolf down an entire bag. I'm not going to wolf down an entire bag, but a handful of rosemary marcona almonds sets me up really nicely. Man, the ones have you ever had the ones at Trader Joe's? I have. I've oh, also had the ones at Wegmans, which are so good, outrageously delicious. When I discovered those almonds, I was like, "Slap me in the face! Where have these things been? And they're so good." So <laughs> I was going to go on a business trip. This is back when we were allowed to travel places. <laughs> And so long ago, it's like a Rip Van Winkle. (laughs) So I was going to the grocery store because I I like to take snacks with me because I don't trust that airplanes are going to provide a tasty enough snack. Uh So my husband was with me and I said, okay, can you please go get me a little container of rosemary Marcona almonds? I'm going to go find some dried figs because I'm fancy like that. And he came and found me and tried to hand me a little tin of salted Spanish peanuts. You're like, no, this is not acceptable. Sweetheart, those are not rosemary Marcona almonds. And he said, but they're so much cheaper. And I said, do you want to take them back or do you want me to? Because I am about to go on an airplane. I have to leave my family and go work. I need my rosemary Marcona almonds. Drama. Yeah, drama. Anyway, my other favorite go-to quick snack actually does come out of a package. And that is Wuxi. Is that that bread cracker thing? No, Wuxi is Wegmans store-made sushi. Oh, what am I thinking of? I think you're thinking of washi crackers. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, washi is that washi the thing? something like that. But we know I it's yeah, in yeah. the paper packaging. Yeah, it's like that really hard dry, bread. Yeah, super We're, funky dry crackers. That's why I was like. That's what you want to snack on? Heck no. I want the wushi. I want the Wegman sushi. It is spectacular. I've never eaten been associated with the Wegmans. Not because with the I... Wegmans. Huh? With the Wegmans. With a Wegmans, the Wegmans. <laughs> Not because I have anything against them, but I've never been in a region where there has been a Wegmans. You visited me. I took you to a Wegmans. You took no. me to a... No, you took I me to that co-op. The, I bought the stuff for you at Wegmans before you got there. Yeah, That's but I didn't was. go to a Wegmans. Okay. I've never stepped foot in a Wegmans. We're going to need to fix that. Yeah. Hey, hey Wegmans, we got to get this girl into a Wegmans, <laughs> into a Wegmans. and put some wooshy in her hand. So, <laughs> so speaking of prepackaged kind of quick foods. Yes. Now, I wouldn't put wooshy, wooshy, Wegmans sushi. So they don't actually call it wooshy. It's the people who love Wegmans. And there are many of us. Can I get a shout out from all my Wegmans fans <laughs> out there? We call it wooshy. Okay. 
It's I, Wegmans sushi. sushi. Okay. Yes. I get that. So what about like trash food, oh. snack food? Because we, we've talked about the, the category of trash food. Yes. I have a soft spot for trashy junk food. And if I'm thinking about it, just a couple of things instantly come to mind for me. One is I really, really like Haribo brand gummy bears. Yeah. Gummy bears. Yeah. Specifically the bears. Okay. I love the gummy bears. And I have a thing for Andy Cap's hot fries. What? Have you ever tried those? I mean, there were always like the sketchy things in the vending machine that I yes. maybe tried once or twice. Yeah. And they're, and they're, about they were spicy. Inches. So I didn't yes. want to have anything to do with them. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love those things so much. I, I used to be Can able you still find them anywhere. It's a little harder to find, but what's funny is my kids discovered them independently and realized that they love these things. And they were saying, mom, have you ever heard of Andy Capps hot fries? And I'm thinking heard of it. I think I'm probably like at this point, at grew least partially yeah. Andy Capps <laughs> hot fry. I love those things. And it's odd because I don't like Cheetos and I don't like cheese puffs and other things that I think would compare similarly. Like, how do you feel about the Funyun? I love Funyuns. Okay. I funyuns love Funyuns. Funyuns are fantastic. Funyuns are like a great, like, it's always what my, what Obe gets, what my husband gets when we're on a road trip. Yeah. He gets a bag of Funyuns. So Funyuns with a sub, that's fantastic. I, I really like Funyuns. Okay. Because their texture with the Andy fries kind of yeah, are similar. similar yeah. Like an extruded They're just snack not spicy. Thing. Yes. They're, they're super tasty. And all hail Cool Ranch Doritos. Absolutely. Am I right? Yes, every okay. time. So that's my, I mean, it's funny though, because I think sometimes when you do road trips, there's like a road trip snack. Yes. You know what I mean? That you only get when you're on the road. Yes. Um, For my husband, it's Funyuns. Um, and I don't think I have one that's specifically designated for the road. Right. You don't have a... a- one that only makes an appearance when you're Yeah, driving. it's not like when there was a time like when I would fly, mm-hmm. I would have cran apple juice. Okay. And it was only when I was flying I would have cran apple juice. That's funny. Or ginger ale. Yeah. And now I don't I don't do that anymore. Right. I don't know why. Weird. Anyways, well, maybe because we're not flying anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even pre like no flying, right. no fly zones. Um, I wasn't doing that. Okay. But on the road, I usually just kind of go for the Doritos. Yeah. The cool ranch specifically Doritos. Yes. I like I sidebar, I also like to take cool ranch Doritos and slide them into, into my sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like a whole thing. They're insanely addictive because I think I was watching one of these shows of like how they make it kind yeah. of thing on I can't remember the name of it, but it was on Food Network and it was that guy with the gray hair that like I think at one point hosted America's Funniest Videos at one time, but he also did oh, this Oh Mark something? Yeah, he also did that like snack food, junk food, kind of like how they make it show. I know, I know exactly who you're talking and about. And I think they talked about Doritos or chips and they talk about how they test like that it has the perfect crisp and crunch and saltiness and texture to make them like addictive. So how do they do this? I don't remember, but it was just fascinating to me. Like they're legitimately making them addictive. Well, like you can't just have one. I have to say they they were very successful in that. Yeah. Because I I, I mean, I more- if I really put some real focus into it, 
I could probably eat a full size bag. I was going to actually say more than once I have found that I mindlessly ate my way to the bottom of a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. It's over a long span of time. I mean, like we're talking about, you know, probably hours, but it has happened where yeah. I've pretty much gone through an entire bag maybe and in a day. I, I will admit that at that point, I'm usually filled with regret because a whole bag of Doritos does not sit as well on a 46-year-old stomach as it did <laughs> Say when I when was you're 18 yeah. or 15. It's no longer really a choice. Now I usually just stick to the full like snack size yeah. Dorito bag. Yeah, sometimes I'll eat two of those. Honestly, <laughs> I do love them. I love them so, but they it's just not it's not what my body wants. Well, in, in that chip department. Yes. You know, I agree on the Cool Ranch Doritos. Yes. But actually recently I am really into the baked Cheeto. I have not tried the baked Cheetos. Well, okay. So this is kind of a little sidebar because I didn't mention this before. Okay. But so I'm like really into the baked Cheeto. I'm pretty simple. I'm home alone during the day, work from home, have a sandwich, little some baked Cheetos. Yes. So oddly enough, I don't know, about a month ago with everything that was – I don't know if it was – like there was a shortage. I don't know what was going on. But my point is, is that I'd go to the grocery store to get my bag of baked Cheetos and they had all the other baked chip products, but they never had baked Cheetos. They were out to get you. And I was like, what the heck? And it was weeks, weeks went by. I could not find a bag of baked Cheetos anywhere in the Chattanooga, Tennessee, metropolitan, suburban, whatever area. You know what I mean? Like it was just, I could not find them. Yes. So I went on a little rant on Instagram, my Instagram stories about how I could not find my baked Cheetos. And I was really getting frustrated because it was messing with my lunch routine. Then like after that rant, like maybe three or four days later, I come home and there's a box and on the side of the box, it says Frito-Lay on my doorstep. And I'm like, what the heck did I order? Like, did I midnight drunk? order something on Amazon. Like I was so confused. Yeah. Bring the box in. I opened the box and I think there was at least 40 to 60 mini bags of baked Cheetos in it. Did you cry? I was like, it's so, so funny. Cause I was like, first of all, I questioned, did I do did this? I do this? <laughs> Did I order this? Did I really order this? I was like, no, I didn't order this. Like, I definitely did not do this. I'm like, who did this? And I'm like, I even posted a story on it. I was like, I have no idea who did this. I've been looking for Cheetos everywhere. And magically, this box of Cheetos has showed up. Uh, and I still have them. Like, I'm still pulling bags of Cheetos so out of it. do you know who your Cheeto fairy is? Finally, it was was it was it you. Oh, no, it was Mary. Oh, like, Mary was the Mary one that did it. Mary was the ringleader on that one. So, <laughs> yeah. So I I will confess, and this is you know in the category of things we have not mentioned to each other. Uh huh. I have completely ordered a case of snack size chili cheese Fritos for myself <laughs> because that is in the same category for me as Cool Ranch Doritos. It's something I cannot resist if I know there's an open bag of chili cheese Fritos. So you have to do it in the small portions. Yes, but I also use them as croutons for my for salads. For your salads. Yes. Yum. Yeah. I'm addicted to Fritos on salad. <laughs> I suppose there are worse things to be addicted to, but that's... I. It's all about balance, yeah, girl. Yeah. And I can balance 
several bags of chili cheese Fritos on my hands at the same time. <laughs> I I think the box I ordered had 48 little bags in it. And I was going along really well with that until my kids discovered where I had hidden And then they the wolfed basement. them down. Yeah. Yeah. I still have quite a few baked Cheetos up in the closet. So, and I pull, I go in there and I grab two handfuls and then uh-huh. I put them in the pantry downstairs. <laughs> nice. So you keep yourself from having access to all of those Cheetos. So I have one other go-to total junk food loves, and it is the ultimate king of all junk foods, the McDonald's French fry. Oh, we had a full conversation about McDonald's French fries on yes. the French fry episode, Yeah, but which by the way, is our most popular episode. It is. So if you haven't heard that yet, you, you should, should go and listen because right. it's our most downloaded episode so far. And we'll go into it in more depth there by far. <laughs> but I just have to say that McDonald's French fries have always been and will always be something that I cannot say no to. Really? Absolutely. I mean, I love a McDonald's. I love a McDonald's French fry. Right. But they're not like, I don't think I ever go to McDonald's just for an order of fries. I 100% do that. Yeah, I don't do it. I'll go to McDonald's and get in line for a Diet Coke from McDonald's uh-huh. specifically. Like I won't go anywhere else for a Diet Coke. Um, But I won't go to McDonald's just to get fries. I have gone to McDonald's just to get fries more times <laughs> Than I can actually calculate. And what's more, I've got my kids in on on the act now. And they they know my weakness. Uh-huh. They know when the McDonald's are coming up along the route and they'll say something like, Boy, I sure could go for some fries. So they manipulate you into getting them some fries. They more. don't have to work too hard at it because I know if I get them some fries, I can totally justify getting a package of them for myself. What about you? What is so I what's have yours? Okay, I have this one snack (laughs) that unfortunately, because I have relocated to the Tennessee area, is no longer accessible to me unless I drive, I don't know, about an hour into Georgia. You could do that. I mean, I could, but it's kind of extreme for this particular snack. It's kind of weird. I'll withhold judgment until I hear what it is. Um, (laughs) It's a gas station egg roll. (laughs) Okay, that's a little weird, but... I've had weirder food cravings. So tell me what makes this gas station egg roll. So to be specific, it's not like just any gas station. I'm not going, first of all, how often do you see an egg roll available at a gas station? Not very frequently. Ever, really. Yeah. So there is a chain. If you're in like Georgia, if you're in the Midwest, especially um, the gas station quick trip. Mm-hmm. Or QT? Are you familiar with them? I'm not. They're, they are not in Western New York. Okay. Or so they they were all over Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma, and Texas. I know. I believe there's some locations in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've seen them driving, like you know, through, through the southern states and stuff. I have not seen one here in Tennessee. Okay. So it is a fancy, like they're really nice gas stations. This isn't like. I don't know, like it's not like some sketchy 7-Eleven, you know, or no name gas station that's just selling like okay. lottery tickets and off-brand gummy bears. And you cigarettes. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like QTs and they have a food counter where they make you sandwiches and pizzas and things like that okay. too. But out on the rollers where they have their hot dogs and uh-huh. their sausages and their taquitos and their roller corn dogs. They also have (laughs) – I'm 
Are you looking up where the QTs are? I'm looking up where QTs are. And I'm also laughing because you're presenting it as being this super classy gas station. And you're like, and on the rollers. On the rollers. The hot dogs. The classy, classy rollers. There are egg rolls. And I remember when I first moved to Oklahoma, they had, I discovered these egg rolls. And I freaking love them. They're pork egg rolls. Okay. I don't know why. And they're not even like a good egg roll. Like you ever microwaved a breakfast burrito and you know how the ends get kind of a little bit chewy, but like in a good way? Yes. That's kind of what's happening with these egg rolls. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to go along on this with you and it's making me laugh. Because like, it's really kind of I mean it's it's not like there's some awesome gourmet egg roll. No, they are an egg roll that you would expect to get at a gas station, but they're good. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So this is, I'm visualizing kind of like if you have ever purchased a frozen package of egg rolls. I've never done that, but I'm sure it's very much, I mean, it's kind probably the same thing. Yeah. And I, I mean, this is... <laughs> Literally, if we're on a road trip and we happen to drive by a QT, I'm like, Obed, you have to stop. I have to get an egg roll. <laughs> That's funny. So I have just pulled up a map and it looks like there's a giant cluster of QT gas stations in Georgia. Yeah. But there's nothing in Tennessee, right? No, nothing at all. Yeah. So I that's... I know that there is – I remember driving down into Atlanta to go to Ikea recently, mm -hmm. that there was a QT on my way. And, of course, on my way to Ikea, I always get an egg roll <laughs> at the QT. <laughs> yeah. Because I just love them. But I, there was a small amount of time where they were no longer making them. Like, I thought they had completely removed them from the menu, and I was – devastated. Like I could not get my gas station egg roll, but miraculously don't know what happened. They reappeared and they showed up on the rollers again. And anytime I drive by a QT, I must get a gas station egg roll. I get you. That's sort of like me with the chili cheese Fritos. Like this is my thing. So what else do you? I am, I like gummy bears, okay. but I love Sour Patch Kids. I can't actually eat those. I feel like they want to peel the skin from the inside of my mouth. I love I love how they're sour and then they're sweet and they're gummy but soft. Like they you know what I mean? Like cuz like I feel like a gummy bear takes like a solid like 10 chews to get through. I agree. That's part of what I like. You about know, it. as opposed to a sour patch kid takes half of that. Okay, I want to work for my snack. <laughs> I want to feel like I've earned that gummy bear by chewing it into submission. And then I also have like the flavor of gummy bear. I have some that I like more than the other. Some people are really obsessed or really into the watermelon. I said gummy bear. Sour Patch Kids, like right. I go through, like there's certain flavors that I like more than the other. Okay. There's some people that are really into the watermelon Sour Patch Kids where you can actually get an entire bag of watermelon Sour Patch Okay. Not really my thing so much. I prefer the lemon ones, but I'm also the weirdo that prefers the lemon starburst over all of the other ones. I don't actually like starburst. Like a lot of people, like a lot of times the yellow or the pink are the last ones to get. And I love the lemon ones, but that's a whole other thing. Okay. Um. So Sour Patch Kids for me is a big deal. The gas station egg roll. And if I'm on a road trip, I probably will grab some kind of caramel popcorn mix. Okay. You know what I mean? Like with a salty sweet situation going on. So dare we name a brand? Would it be like Cracker Jacks? No, or? I'm not. No, I'm not really. 
I don't even know what brand because I'm when you this is a particular product or snack that when you go into a gas station, not every gas station carries it and not okay. every gas station carries the same brand. Okay. It's not I like gotcha. a Snickers bar. Right. Like right. you can literally find a Snickers bar at any gas station. Now I gotta say, if I was going for caramel corn, which I do actually like. And again, that's kind of funny because I don't love the sweet stuff, but I'm about to redeem myself because I would have to have it with something salty. Yeah. Well, I definitely like it with something like... Like salted nuts. Or- yes. It has... Like, I really like it, especially if it has some kind of nuts or pretzel mix into it, too. Yeah. Or- oh, wait. Did you say pretzels? I mean, yeah. I love the peanut butter pretzel chocolate combo. Oh, I just don't... Like, when people just sit there and eat a bowl of pretzels, I don't get that. You want to watch me do that right now? Not really, because that would be weird. But, <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to eat a bowl of pretzels. I'm not going to sit here and watch you do it. I'm not even hungry, but now I'm like, ooh, pretzels. <laughs> and then other than that, i probably say in the chip department would also be salt and vinegar chips. Yes, salt and vinegar chips are definitely up in the the royal family <laughs> yeah, of potato chips. But chip now flavors. the more that I think about it, I almost need to take that back. Because... What? Well, not because I don't like them. I love salt and vinegar chips, but I never eat salt and vinegar chips alone. I do. I eat salt and vinegar chips with a sub. Okay. What about salt and vinegar chips with French onion dip? No, I've never done that. Really? Yeah, I almost almost exclusively eat salt and vinegar chips with an Italian sub. Okay, so now I, I complained that Sour Patch Kids make me feel like I'm peeling the skin off the inside and of my mouth. Salt, salt and vinegar? vinegar chips do too, but they're salty, so it's acceptable. <laughs> I have my- I love these caveats that you just kind of make up. Oh, you make them up too. You know it. <laughs> but I, I do love a salt and vinegar chip. So these are all arguably super fast, easy snacks, I right? mean, yeah. So- what about go-to homemade snacks? I don't really make homemade snacks. I open snacks. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I also, do. I don't have like I'm not going to go through the effort of making a snack like in quantity or bulk because it's only we're a two-person household. Right. And neither one of us are huge at-home snackers. Okay. Our so- snacking is like for me, I have two or three standard snacks that I might look to between meals, and then I snack on the road. Okay. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Well, but I'm guessing you probably make snacks because you have like a football, no, basketball team, some kind of sports team at home. A team of teenage boys. (laughs) Making homemade snacks is sort of my, it's my thing. Okay. Yeah. I can't even, I'm trying to think if I've ever made I mean, I've made desserts. Like right. I was craving cinnamon rolls the other day, and so I made some cinnamon rolls. But I won't make that again anytime soon. Okay, I have a a regular list of homemade snacks that we cycle yeah, through. I the absolutely house. do not do that. For instance, again with the pretzels, but this one is homemade soft pretzels. Are they're probably in my top ten foods on the face of the earth. So you're going through this entire process of raising dough, making dough, shaping dough, boiling dough, baking eating, dough. Eating dough. To then yes, eat it. Because it's, it, it is so stinking good and it's so much better than almost anything you can buy. If I'm out at a ball game or a hockey game, nope. I will 100% buy a soft pretzel. No, I'll get a hot dog. But the truth is my homemade soft pretzel 
I would put up against any. I mean, I would hope that your homemade soft pretzel is better than some frozen soft pretzel that you get and is reheated at a baseball game. Right, but at the risk of sounding really egotistical. I think we've already done that through a few episodes. So I'll I'll risk it. I'll go ahead and risk it. I would put my homemade soft pretzels up against any that I've ever eaten in a restaurant too. Bold. I I am bold about that. I've got this one on lockdown. It is one of my favorite things to make and favorite things to eat. And my boys all love them too. And similarly, I'm realizing two of my three main homemade Snacks. Are they all pretzel related? Two, two out of three are pretzel related. So I also make homemade Chex Mix. I could totally get down with that. But I have rules. Okay. I have rules about Chex Mix. And that is that they can't, I can't start making it until November 1st. And I must cease making it after New Year's Eve. In the Well, I mean, I see that's around the holidays. It is. But there's, there's more than one reason mm-hmm. for it. One is that when I make a batch of Chex Mix... That batch of Chex Mix fills two roaster pans. I use three boxes of cereal, an entire bag of pretzel thins, and usually a pound of butter. So if you can imagine the fact that my guys will go ahead and kill two roaster pans worth of this stuff in three days flat, (laughs) you begin to understand why I put a time limit on. You're like, I'm not making this anymore. I'm not because. I'm tired of making this. No more. Listen, gentlemen, you have consumed three pounds of butter this week. We cannot do any more. How many are at home regularly right now? Three. Okay. So one. Plus whatever friends they bring over. Yeah. Yeah. Which can sometimes be an appreciable number. (laughs) But that's cool because I like an audience for food. (laughs) Plus they're all really nice, really nice young men. So I, yeah, I have to limit that on the calendar because... Otherwise, and and the truth is, I don't have a whole heck of a lot of self-control around it either because the smell of toasting butter and Worcestershire sauce and garlic. I mean, it's not a bad smell. Oh, my word. I want to gnaw my own leg off while I smell it cooking. Do you? I mean, I know you do the checks and the pretzels and stuff like that, but you know those bagel chips? I do put those in, too. So so you can buy a bag of just bagel chips. Yeah, I actually, I subscribe and save to them from nuts.com. Oh, okay. Well. And this, this is not a sponsored thing, but I regularly order garlic bagel chips and rye bagel chips from nuts.com. We can put a link in the show notes. Please do. These are the because best bagel chips. When I've ever I do had. those mixes, sometimes yeah. I'll go into it, get it to a kick, and that's the. I'm always like picking out the bagel chips. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Their rye bagel chips are some of the best bagel chips I've ever had. Yummy, They're really good stuff. So then, I feel like you should make an extra roasting pan, package it, and ship it to. I'm not going to give everybody my address, but you have my address. I do have your address. <laughs> So, or when we're done recording this episode, we could maybe make a roaster pan of Chex Mix. I mean, yeah, if you want to do a grocery or, you know what, who does grocery runs anymore? I'm just like, are you familiar with Instacart? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse us, we'd like three boxes of cereal, a bag of pretzels and some butter, please. So those are my two main. Do you do anything sweet? Because I know you're not big into a sweet tooth, but are your boys into sweets at all? Okay, I do actually have. So it's weird. I know. I'm not much into sweets, 
But when I want sweets, I'm very particular about the sweets I want. So I do have a go-to sweet snack, and that's cranberry upside-down cake. Mm. So you smear, the recipe for this is on Foodie with Family. You smear a cake pan with a significant amount of butter, and then you pour in a bunch of cinnamon sugar, Uh huh. and you lay fresh cranberries in over it. So a single layer of fresh cranberries over the butter and cinnamon sugar, and then you make a vanilla butter cake batter, and you spread that over the cranberries and bake it. And then when you invert it... You got the cranberry sweet topping. Yeah. Which is perfect because cranberries, especially when you're not really big into a sweet tooth, the cranberries are sour. So it helps cut into that sweetness. It does. And it cuts down on some of the richness because you've got all the butter and the sugar and the flour. Yeah. It is sweet enough for you to itch. The scratch, the sweet itch, so to speak. Exactly. (laughs) But it... It's not sweet enough to make you feel like you need to go brush your tongue. I remember that one time, I think I texted you and I asked you, is it possible for a chocolate chip cookie to be too sweet? Yes. Do you remember that? And I said, absolutely. It's 100%. I was like, I, I bought this chocolate chip cookie at the grocery store and I was like, am I crazy or is this cookie just too sweet? Yeah. And I just couldn't wrap because I mean I'm thinking to myself, cookies are sweet. Yeah. So, but is it possible for a cookie to be too sweet? And I thought it was hysterical <laughs> that you asked me because if you, I think if we were both to be really honest, we would say of the two of us, you you definitely. I have the sweeter, sweeter. tooth. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't even think I have a huge sweet tooth, but I definitely have like right a full. I don't have a sweet tooth. I have like a sweet four wisdom teeth worth you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah no compared to you there have been a couple of times when we've gone out and you've you've ordered something that you're familiar with and you say it's not really that sweet and i taste it and i'm going into diabetic shock <laughs> and no i i'm not actually diabetic but i feel like it induces it so we definitely have a different range of yes preference for sure yes i think it is entirely possible for a chocolate chip cookie to be way too sweet it definitely was i remember that that was kind of sad do you do you remember you said what do i do with it (laughs) i threw it out i was like well because it was i was tormented by it a little bit because i think i had bought an entire tray like i wanted just one chocolate chip cookie but i didn't want to make the cookies right so i bought one of these like from the bakery section of the bait of the grocery store a whole container of chocolate chip cookies you went in big and then I was like, I can't eat these. And I threw out the entire thing. Like they were just way, way too sweet. And that for me to throw something out is a lot because I don't, I'm not quick to throw things out. Right. Well, we both have a skill set where we can sometimes repurpose a food. that. Yeah. And I even had that debate. I was like, can I make this, use these into something? And it was just like, they're just so, so sweet. Woo-hoo. It was just way too much. So I can definitely see a cranberry upside down cake being a great option if you need something a little bit sweet, but you're not huge into like you don't have a super sweet tooth. And what's nice about that is as with most cakes, you can cut it into individual servings and wrap them and hold them in the freezer. So you're not under any kind of threat of wasting food or forced to eat an entire cake in one sitting, right? which is so hard to do. It would be for me. <laughs> now, the chili cheese Fritos, stand back. 
because I can go to the bottom of that bag, but an entire cake is just not in my wheelhouse. Well, that was fun going through our snack attack repertoire. It was. And while I wasn't hungry necessarily before we started talking about it, I'm now absolutely I feel like you always end up hungry at the end of one of our episodes. It's kind of an occupational hazard. (laughs) I definitely want a snack now. (laughs) Do you have any Fritos? No, Frito. You're really into Fritos. Fritos is not really one of my default chips at all. It's definitely something I'll grab like at a gas station. I really like those honey barbecue twirl Fritos. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's not usually something I'll go for. Well, we're just going to have to agree to disagree on that one. So I want to know what everybody else's favorite snacks are, though. Absolutely. And that would actually be kind of fun. um, fun Actually, you know what? Random idea. So if there is a unique snack or something that we can access somehow. Yes. Online, Amazon, whatever. If you can send us some snack trying recommendations. Send us the link. Send us a link. Let us know where we can obviously you're sending us a link so you're telling us where it is. Never mind. And we And we'll order it and we'll maybe do like a tasting episode. Yes, absolutely. Wouldn't that be fun? I would love to. Yes, please send us your links. Send us your recommendations. And we're not, I mean, I'm talking about anything. Like not just, you know, chips dip kind of situation. Yeah, no. I'm I'm talking about candies from different places maybe that you've tried, uh, snacks that you've tried, anything that you can kind of think of that either is has some nostalgia for you or is something really unique that you've tried, we would love to give it a go. Or your grab-and-go options, because mm-hmm. we talked about what our grab-and-go options are. Tell us your favorite combination. If it's something crazy, like what my mom likes to eat, what is, uh, what saltine is- crackers with peanut butter and yellow mustard. What? Why? <laughs> it's actually better than it sounds. <laughs> So give us your combinations. Give us your links. I don't want to taste that. Too late. Guess what she's trying first. (laughs) But yeah, so except for that one, please send us all of your ideas and recommendations because we'd love to give them a try. And we'll uh, do an episode of us sampling all these interesting snacks. And in addition to that, we are planning a Q&A episode. Yes, we are. So we need your questions so we can give you our answers. <laughs> it's very astute of you to say that. And if you want more of this wild and crazy fun, you can find me, Rebecca, at foodiewithfamily.com. And you can find me, Sadie, at thenoshery.com. And of course, you can find all of our episodes for My Plate is Always Full at MyPlateIsAlwaysFull.com. Please like and share and listen to all the episodes. Download, review, threaten someone (laughs) with bodily harm if they don't listen (laughs) to an episode. Not that we are (laughs) condoning violence. Well, friends, we're going to be taking a break for the Christmas, New Year's holiday. And we will be returning January 16th with a brand new episode. In the meantime, if you haven't listened to all of our episodes, go back, get some ideas for the holidays, and be sure to send us your questions for our Q&A episode that we will be putting together early next year. So thanks, you guys. Stay hungry. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe through your favorite podcasting platform, leave a review, and share it with your friends to spread the love. 
You can also find links to today's recipes on our website, myplateisalwaysfull.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you have any questions or episode requests, email us at myplateisalwaysfull at gmail.com.